Welcome to the Boss Up Podcast, a short, no BS podcast for all female business owners. My name is Lindsay Teague Moreno. I am the host here. I'm the producer here. I am everything here at this one-man band show. I'm also an author, a speaker, influencer, and most importantly, a truth teller. Listen, in under 20 minutes of content every single episode, you're going to get information, principles, and lessons based on what I've learned in building startup businesses into multi-million dollar producing organizations. You can learn more about me, my business, the books that I've written, and the workshops I have for you online by visiting me at lindsaytm.com. The link is in every description of every episode, so make sure you check out those show notes. Now, grab a pen, grab a notebook, and a glass of wine if you want it, and get ready to boss up. All right, let's get into our fourth of the 10 philosophies that I write about in my new book, Boss Up, the St. Jerome's Business Book. Uh, it came out on August the 6th, and I'm really excited about it. And in this series, I've been going through each of the 10 philosophies to kind of give you guys an overview to get you a little bit excited or kind of give you a sneak peek at what's inside the book. Um, and what I hope is that you'll be inspired by the material and you'll want to go out and grab it. You can get it anywhere books are sold. I'm super proud of the content. It was just listed by Forbes magazine as one of the top business books for women, which I'm really, really excited about and super proud of. So if the information is something that you are interested in, there are a bunch of little mini workshops inside of the book with actual blanks for you to fill out so that you can apply this information to your business. So let's get into the fourth of the 10 philosophies. And this one is on brand consistency. All right, you guys, I'm so glad you're back. Let's talk a little bit about how important brand consistency is for your business. The fourth of the 10 philosophies is to be brand consistent or to understand that brand consistency matters. Okay. So the first part of understanding brand consistency is to understand that your brand is not your logo. It's not your colors. Um, those can be part of a brand, but your brand is really what your customer says about you when you're not there. It's the word of mouth that you get. It's the feeling that everything you do gives to a customer. Um, and sometimes that has to do with color. For me, for my brand specifically, color is really important. My favorite color is rainbow. And I've had so many people tell me over the years, you can't have a rainbow of colors. It's too many. The customer gets confused. And I listened for many, many years until I was like, you know what? No, <laughs> I don't really care what's right by typical standards. I care what's, uh, what's consistent to me. I care that people connect rainbows and brightness and fun and energy and excitement to my brand. And I believe that I can do that through using rainbows. So if you go to my feed, if you go to my Instagram feed, you'll see there's a bunch of different colors there because I love color. I live for really bright colors um, and a specific rainbow. I noticed the other day I had somebody that's that follows me online tell me, oh no, no, but I saw this one rainbow, but it wasn't your rainbow, which made me super happy because I knew then they understood the kind of rainbow that I like, the colors that I like in a rainbow, the colors that I want to represent my brand. Okay. So colors and logos that can be part of it, but really it's more a feeling. It's the feeling that your customer gets when they come and scroll your feed or buy your product or use your product, if that makes sense. Um, it's the feeling that you give them when they read your words, when they hear your voice, when they watch your live videos, all that kind of stuff. So I want you to pick a target market first. A target market is the ideal customer for your business. And I really want you to narrow it down to one human being. 
Now, that doesn't mean you're only going to get one human being. It just means that you have one specific person in mind when you think about who you're talking to. Because a lot of times you'll be talking on social media or um, through video and you don't actually see your customers. A lot of times I'll look down at my follower number and be shocked by the number of people that watched something from the number that I was thinking of when I was delivering the video or when I was creating the post, right? I always just assume one or two people will read it. And so I try to write it to one person. And what that does is it makes a customer feel special. It makes them feel like you understand them, like you are talking to them so that when they see me, they say stuff like, I feel like I know you, which is exactly what I want, right? I want my customers to feel like they know me. So pick a target market. For me, that's anyone between the ages of about 30 and 40 with young kids at home, uh, they're in the trenches, right? They're just, they're busy. They've got a lot of things going on. They don't necessarily have time for a lot of the fluff in life. So I always try to make sure that when I'm delivering a product to somebody that I get in and get out. Cause I know that my customers are busy, the most busy possibly of any customers. Okay. Uh, anyone who's got young kids knows they'll run you ragged if you're not careful. So that's why my podcasts are under 20 minutes. It's why I don't do big, long blog posts and big, long videos and all that kind of stuff. I try to just say a little bit, get in and then let people get to work. Cause the longer my face is in front of people, the less work they're going to do. I know I've talked about that before. For. Okay. So pick a target market, be specific. You cannot fish from every pond. When you try to work for everyone, you actually work for no one. I know it's a cliche, but it's also true. Okay. The next thing I want you to do is focus more on the brand of you than your product. I talked a little bit about this yesterday in my podcast. I kind of touched on it about focusing on the brand of you over the brand of your product. People really want to get to know you in order to build trust, especially if you're a business starting out when you're a business down the road and you're Coca-Cola, that's another thing, right? We all recognize that brand, but if you're brand new, you know, ABC widgets, and we don't know anything about you, I want to know who you are because if I can trust you, then I can trust your product, right? So make sure you're coming first with the brand of you make the brand of your product second. Um, I'm trying really hard to let people get to know the real me right now in order to sell my book. I'm talking about my book as well, but more than that, I'm talking about me and the journey that I've been on and what I do and what I'm passionate about and who I love and the things that are important to me. And those are the things that connect a tribe to me. That way, when I say, Hey, I know that we're like in this area, I want you to go buy this book. It's going to be good for you. People are like, all right, I'm going to trust that that book is also good because I've read or used other products she's created in the past and they were helpful, right? I want to set a standard for my brand that says this is going to be good for you. And I do that by selling myself first, by being honest and going first and telling my customer who I am. Okay. The next thing is to be a value for your people. I recently talked about how if you become a person of value, the success will follow. And I think that's really, really specifically true when it comes to brand consistency. Your brand needs to constantly offer value to people. If your customer is bored by what you're posting, if it's not exciting to them, if it doesn't relate to them, if they can't say, I like you, you like me, we are alike through your postings, they're not going to stick around. So that means that some people you'll get rid of are meant to go somewhere else. They're not meant for you. They're not your customer. They're someone else's customer. Don't mourn those people. But there is a group that is meant for you, but you have to go first and show them who you are and be of value to those customers first. The other day I was asked, Hey, you know, there's this great opportunity for you to write this article for today. Parents is what it was for. And, uh, you know, the PR team was like pitching me the article basically. And they were like, well, so you just write the article. And then what you do is you present it to your audience and you have them upvote it. And I said to them, 
here's the thing I don't think you understand about an online audience, about your tribe. And that is before you can ask for anything, you have to fill up their cup. Okay. So I always think of you guys, my customers or the people that listen to me or follow me as having this emotional bank basically. And I make deposits into that emotional bank. Every time I do something like create a podcast for free for people to listen to, or create a workshop for people that they can come to, or give a really good post that day. That's going to inspire someone. Those are me filling emotional banks. Okay. Doing a video that where people get to see the the real me being honest. Um, all of those are ways that I deposit into the emotional banks of the people that follow me. When I ask for something from that tribe, I'm making a withdrawal. I cannot make a withdrawal from an empty well. (laughs) So I need my customers to have very full value banks, basically, where I've given them so much in value, they feel like, yes, I want to do this for this person because she's done X, Y, Z for me. And so I told the PR company, I'm I'm just not going to do that right now. I'm asking them to buy a book. That's enough things for me to ask from a customer. I just don't have any more margin. I don't have anything else to give right now where I can, in good conscience, make a withdrawal from that emotional bank. I just, it's just not the right time for me. I'm sure it's a great opportunity, but it's not right for my customer. Therefore, it's not right for my brand. Does that make sense? So make sure that you are of value all the time and be conscious of how much you're asking from your tribe versus how much you are depositing for them. Always be of more value than you take. Finally, I want you to delete your share button. Uh, When it comes to brand consistency, that means you're going to have to be doing the hard thing, which is writing your own content, which is coming up with new ideas and new ways to connect to your customer. Um, You're going to have to do the hard thing. And the easiest thing is just to click share. Someone else is doing something similar to what you're doing and you could just share that. (laughs) Or someone else is selling the same product as you because you are in a direct sales company or an MLM company. uh, And it's easier just to click share. Or, uh, you know, somebody else did this and it worked from another industry. So you'll just do that too, right? That's fine and great for other people. That's not fine and great for you because that is not what attracts customers in. The thing that attracts customers in is who you really are and genuineness and information that connects to your brand consistently over and over and over again. And if they just start seeing things shared from all over the place, number one, they know you didn't write it. It's, it feels weird to see something on your feed that you see on somebody else's feed. So just avoid it at all costs. Here's the thing. When you start sharing other people's stuff, a couple of things can happen. Five different thoughts could go through your customer's head and they go like this. Number one, I feel sold to. If someone feels like they're having to be sold a product, it's probably not worth their time and money. They will leave. Number two, they can't hear you. Number three, I've seen that before, right? Your voice is missing or they've seen this before somewhere else. Or number four, the story is missing, right? What's the story here? And finally, who am I talking to? That's when I start seeing people share a bunch of things from the internet, I start to think, oh, they must have a team doing this now. I'm no longer talking to this single person and I want to connect with a single person, not a company. Okay. So number four was to be brand consistent. Make sure that you are working really hard to protect your brand. That means making sure that you are setting 
uh, boundaries around your business and your brand so that you can protect it. All right. There's a bunch of more information in the chapter about this that I really, really want you to read and some blanks for you to fill out about your brand so that you can remember how to be brand consistent on a daily basis. Thank you guys so much for joining. Can't wait to talk to you guys about philosophy number five. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener of the boss up podcast. If you feel so inclined, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you on any platform that you're listening to this podcast on. In addition, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can find me on pretty much any social media platform and you can email me anytime at hello at lindsaytm.com. I'll see you guys out there.